Welcome to this shifting moment. Every Monday and Wednesday, we focus on a reading. And these readings come from Richard's vast library of thought leaders, teachers, and spiritual guides. And after the reading, we offer up an invitation. And it's an invitation that's designed to move something in your own heart. It's designed to help you wake up, help you through your afternoon, or to wind down at the end of the day. Welcome to this shifting moment. We hope it helps. John Greer, Suffering. As much as we strive to avoid it, the simple truth is that humanity needs suffering. Throughout the ages, mystics have taught a consistent lesson. It is through hardship and reversals of fortune that are roused from our complacency and the unconscious patterns we are prone to settle into. It is suffering that shakes, shakes us up and clears our vision. For this reason, the Buddha referred to suffering as the holy truth. In a similar vein, 20th century Zen master D.T. Suzuki asserts that the painful struggles of life are providential, for they crack the ego shell and open us to life's secrets. Rumi expresses it poetically, declaring, Darkness is your candle. When everything in our lives is going well, we can become so engrossed in trivial preoccupations that we lose touch with what is important. Success strengthens our identification with the self and keeps us from transcendence. We have no motivation to find something better. But if we are suddenly and unexpectedly confronted with our mortality and the transience of all we cherish, we are forced to recognize life's preciousness and seek its meaning. As it is said, we are jolted awake by nightmares, not by pleasant dreams. With the wisdom of insight, we come to see suffering as the suffering of life itself, rather than that of the individual alone. We discover that we are not alone, separate or cut off from everything else. We are there are no boundaries that quarantine us from each other. And when we see this clearly, we can understand the hurts of personal experience within a much larger context. The existence of suffering is not in question. It is the supposed existence of one who suffers that we need to examine. The hardships of life are not things happening to us. Our counterintuitive as counterintuitive as it sounds, we are the happening itself. We are not experiencing life, we are life. Saint Teresa of Avila likened suffering to the darkness of the cocoon that precedes the emergence into the butterfly. It is the cup from which we must all drink for our eyes to be cleansed. Once beyond unskillful emotions, such as anger and blame, that are characteristic of the way many people deal with trauma, people begin to see the world in a different way and to notice things they never did before. Ironically, it is often an exposure 
to personal pain that kindles our love and compassion for other people. Though different people manifest very different reactions, some dark or embittered, others clearly experience a common bond with the rest of humanity for the first time. While suffering is endemic to the human condition, there is a way to short-circuit its effect on us. The key lies in changing our relationship to our mind so that we see through our thoughts, our beliefs and judgments and effectively discern the difference between our perceptions of reality and reality itself. Being present with what is, we must drop our defensive reactions and have faith to open ourselves to the truth of what is happening in the moment. It is only with that unconditioned awareness that we can see what is actually unfolding and respond as the moment dictates. We cannot avoid pain. It is a fundamental and necessary aspect of existence. What is unnecessary is the confused and misguided reaction that we have to it. When we think of ourselves as isolated and alone in our plight and unfairly singled out by life, anguish is a natural result. It is the pain of separation that impels us to search for answers and seek a way back to who we really are. Jarring us out of our stupor for selfhood, it sets the stage for our resolution and starts us on the path of return to our true being. I think the biggest thing that stands out to me in this reading is this idea that we are not just living life, but that we are in fact life. This life, this, this happening that is happening right now to you and to me, the breath that's in our lungs, the, the beats that are in our hearts, everything that's going on, is life. And I can get so caught up in my own head thinking about the way that things should be or thinking about the, the little boxes that I need to check off. And once I check those off, then yeah, that will be life. But the truth is that this is all life. So the invitation today is if you are in a place where you keep saying, I just need to get back to life, or I just need to get this done so I can start living my life. Maybe take that first tiny little step towards realizing that this is your life. Flawed, painful, messy, but ultimately, beautiful. This is your life. Thank you.